The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. 1420 in the morning for this 20, 30th day of August 2023. Look where we are already. Holy cow. End of August is uh, creeping up on us. Labor Day weekend right here. But anyways, today's show is brought to you by SeatGeek.com. The SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com. Today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase, whether it be for hockey tickets, baseball. Hockey's coming right around the corner too. So hockey, baseball, football, and whatever else that there might be, whatever you might be interested in from SeatGeek.com. Remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Network. Go to bellyupsports.com for uh, all their great articles, great podcasts as well, such as the Sports Stove Podcast, No Credentials Required, and Rising to the Occasion Podcast out there at Belly Up Sports. And thank you for making us a part of your day each and every day here from 1420 World Headquarters. Anyways, just when you think the Anaheim Angels can't... Uh, stoop any lower get any lower couldn't be the more of the mess than they are they have a uh, a hold my beer kind of a moment yesterday when they decided actually reported by a friend of the show jeff passan of uh, espn major league baseball insider jeff passan uh that they uh Went and put uh, five of uh, five players on the waiver wires up for grabs. No problem. Biggest salary dump probably in baseball history in a single day. Uh, Lucas Giolito, Matt Moore, Ronaldo Lopez, Hunter Renfro, and Randall Grichuk all placed on waivers uh, yesterday. It's a salary dump like no other. Uh, if all players get picked up, it will be a... Uh, a, it'll be a seven million dollar savings for GM and uh, the, the owner, more more so the owner Artie Marino, to say see you later. We don't need these guys. What's funny is all five guys were picked up at the trade deadline. Uh, they are all, they're all free agents at the end of this season, so it's a nothing for the for the Angels to get rid of these guys. All it's a, just a, it's a flat out flat out just a salary dump to try to get rid of guys and save themselves some money for maybe, I don't know, to do what next year, but it's not going to cost them players, not going to cost them draft picks. Nothing's got to happen in return. So if these guys, anybody wants to, to go and pick up these guys, there's some quality players in, in that uh, name that I, that those names that I, I dropped out there that uh, they can just get rid of them and say, say goodbye. See you later. Um, it's quite the astonishing thing for this to happen because the funny thing is like when, like I said, they, the uh, angels, they went all in at the trade deadline. They said, we have, we, we have a shot at making the playoffs. Uh, I never thought that they did. They should listen to 1420 podcast because I would have told the angels brass and everything, everybody else that they had no hope in making the playoffs. They should have made, made a deal uh, to try to get uh, something back for Otani uh, because now, now while he's out with the arm injury, that doesn't matter a whole bunch right now. What we're talking about is that it's crazy to think that the angels had uh, no shot at making the playoffs. They had the the biggest free, the, the biggest um, fish in the pond at the trade deadline that they could have gotten rid of, and, and said, "See you later, bye bye." We don't. We uh, thank you for your services, but it's time to get to to restock the farm system. So now, what they did by by getting guys and going going for it at the trade deadline, uh, five guys. Now they they really depleted their farm system, and they have nothing in return and nothing to show for it. So what's going to happen for the next few years and and, and beyond with this Angels organization, who's been a laughing stock of baseball for quite some time? I mean, they're not a, a laughing stock as bad as the uh, uh, the Oakland A's are, I guess, but uh, 
uh, another team in California that ain't look that ain't looking so good. Speaking of California teams, man, that San Diego Padres team, what a disaster that is. But we'll we'll talk about them uh, maybe tomorrow. It's uh, one of those things you just wonder how a team can think that they have a shot at it, and everybody knew that no matter what that they had that, that they weren't making the playoffs, they didn't have the horses to do so, and then they went all in and said, "Let's do it." And maybe they were trying to to get something and, and see what they could do because Trout was on on the IL and he came back for the one game and he's back he's back on the IL again. Uh, they should probably trade him. We'll talk about that in half a second. And you, you look at what they had and what they didn't have. Now they have even less in their in their system. And now that with a record of 63 and 70 now, 7 and 18, 7 wins, 18 losses since the trade deadline. The, the deals that they, they made didn't work out. And they and they're now they're they're dumping it. They're just saying, what's well, time to time to reset everything and start all over. It, it's a it's a quite an astonishing turn of events for a team that that uh, probably thought they had a good shot at doing something when the season started. But once again, as I always say, and I will say it till the day I die, and no matter what you are, you are exactly what your record says you are. And then they made some deals and they're they are they are what their record said they where they should have taken my advice at the trade deadline and said, you know what, we're, we're not in it to, to do anything. What would they have got back for a uh, for Otani if they would have dealt him? Who knows? Because it, like no deal that you make for a guy uh, like one of the all-time greats already. Obviously, you don't know, you're not going to get anything back that's uh, ever going to equal what 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 you're what you're giving away. But uh, re- reloading your farm system would have been a better choice for the Anaheim Angels at the trade deadline. And now they have a depleted farm system. Now they're trying to get rid of five guys by by tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon. At, uh, I think it's 47 hours after the uh, the, the waivers are, are put in there. I think they have 47 hours for teams to, to claim these guys. And it's it's one of those things that not, now they, they have nothing. And you, you just wonder what the heck is going on, why they would d- decide to do that, why why they would decide to to hold on to a guy like Otani, why they're going all in and now basically saying we're done. Uh, now it's a complete salary dump. And you got to think that the the, uh, the Major League Baseball Players Association is going to maybe file agreements because this is it's obviously a salary dump and they're trying just trying to get rid of guys. And you, you got to have a competitive balance there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes with this but it's just to have that kind of a a uh, a deal to get done today that other teams can take advantage of it's an it's an odd odd thing uh it's salary dump of seven million bucks if all guys get claimed so why not actually just put otani on the on the waiver wire as well because then you can save another five million bucks right there because that's what he's owed for the rest of this season for the month of for the month of august not, not a bad payday for for one month's work case okay? five million bucks for the month uh is put him on if you want to really save some money and help out a team and go out and grab them and the way the uh the, the way the waiver wire does work it's the basically and it's not really fair now for, for a lot of these baseball teams let's get into the baseball side of things like instead of the business side of things the way this works now is that it, it goes by winning percentages who gets what and you can pick up guys all the way down if one team wants to get all five guys they, they can go go ahead and do it but if they pass on guys it goes for, by winning percentage so now you have teams that might be grabbing one of these guys to, in the hopes that somebody for, further further up in the winning percentage doesn't doesn't go grab a guy like this and help out so it's really a kind of a crappy move for a lot of teams that that made some moves uh, at the deadline or made some moves prior to and went out and got guys that uh, to help their team to improve themselves help their team to win a pennant to get to the playoffs to win a world series or where it might be now you're just get, get, getting guys and don't you don't have to give anything away yeah you might have to make some some uh, moves on your 40-man roster to free up space for this and that but that's a pretty a pretty easy thing to do nowadays when you can just get get a get a guy like a lucas giolito who's a he's a hell 
hell of a pitcher. Remember, he had that perfect game a couple of years back. And uh, he's still a heck of, a heck of a pitcher that would come in handy for, for five or six starts throughout the rest of this season. And then maybe get you a, a couple of good quality starts in the playoffs that might might uh, get you past the first round, might get you past that wild card round, and might get you into a closer to a world, a world championship. Uh, you, you look at a guy like a Matt Moore and a Ronaldo Lopez, they um, – would be a welcome addition for a team like the Texas Rangers. We talked about yesterday who have an absolute uh, train wreck happening with their bullpen with a guy like uh, the Cuban missile, Araldis Chapman throwing pea shooters out there. He hasn't been uh, obviously been the same for quite some time. So you go out and get two relievers for nothing. Uh, Texas Rangers have deep pockets and they're not, then they're, uh, they're in a bit of a, a wild card hunt and a division hunt right now. So going and getting these two guys for absolutely nothing uh, wouldn't be a bad idea for them either. Like it's, 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 it's a really crappy way for baseball to uh to have this and the way the rules are set up but they were just the rules and how these guys are allowed to uh before the rosters go on september 1st before they go up now you you can you, you can add guys and everything else so it's uh it's going to be interesting to see how this all pans out yeah you wonder if a guy like randall gritcher could end up back with the toronto blue jays who are struggling uh heavily and they don't, they don't got a lot going on right there in toronto a team that was supposed to do a lot a lot better this year but getting a guy like gritcher back on in the roster back in the lineup might might be the uh, boost that they that they need uh um, it's just going to be really odd to see how this is all going to turn out, see how the Rangers are going to um, to, to make this all, uh, the, the Angels are going to make this all work through their fan base, how they're going to explain this to a guy like Mike Trout, who I, I put a poll up on Twitter, is, is it time for Trout to uh, to maybe see seek some greener, different pastures? Because that's uh, 2030, I believe, he's, he signed until, and if he, uh, that's a lot of losing in the next seven years uh, without Otani. Otani's not coming back there. He's not, He's just, he's really not. Although it's been said he likes Cal the California way of life a lot may probably end up a dodger like most most predicting I'm, I'm still thinking he ends up with the uh, seattle mariners but you, you gotta wonder like what's gonna happen with mike trout when he sees that this team isn't going anywhere this team has no, no future ahead of them they got rid of prospects now they're getting getting rid of these guys that that might may have signed if they saw something good but now they get got, get put on waivers and i can't think of too many guys i mean money does talk but if you get put on waivers for uh, a salary dump you can't think too many guys are going to come back to your your uh, your franchise and uh, as a gesture of goodwill later on like uh, money does talk like i said but when you get uh, released and put on on waivers and say time time to go you can't think that they would come back just for something to do uh, they, they'll look for a different place to play and uh, and then place to win championships and this this uh this big this losing streak of seven at seven seven and 18 since the all or since the uh the trade deadline isn't a good look for them at all and it's uh, just a typical way that the angels are always going to angel no matter what and it's just one of those things that they that they just can't seem to get out of their own way they they don't have the, the horses every year are Marino should just probably sell the team and find somewhere else to go and something else to do because this has not been a good run of uh, success. They have two of the best players in the history of the game. Uh, and they just did nothing with it. Yeah, Trout's been injury prone, but I don't think there's a team that would say no to Mike Trout joining them if Marino ate some of that salary and uh, said yes, we'll we'll uh, we'll try to get rid of him because the the prospects you can get and current players that you could get and pitching staffs you could get because everybody needs pitching that you could get for a guy like Mike Trout, but he would have to eat a lot of that contract. It's a lot of money for a lot of years. Uh, six more years at forty million bucks, whatever it is, that's a lot of dough. But I think it's time for Mister Mister Mike Trout to maybe look for different pastures, look for greener pastures because this sign of what the Angels did yesterday is a sign of things to come for this franchise. They don't want to win. They didn't, they, they've never wanted to win and now dumping $7 bucks at the end of the season. I don't think that that's going to help anybody or help them the, uh, the, the Otani sweepstakes next year. $7 bucks isn't going to even cover uh, his beer tab next year for, for, the, uh, for the Anaheim Angels. It's a, it's a bad 
look for the Angels. Another year with, without the playoffs for these two guys. It's another year of uh, just a, being a mediocre ball club in a in a second. They're, they're a, like they're a large market, but it's a secondary market, obviously compared to the uh, LA Dodgers. And it's just it, it's another thing. The Angels are just going to angel every year, and no matter what. And it's uh, dumping five guys for seven million bucks at the end of the season. It's a bad look. It's a bad a bad form for baseball. Like I said, because the way the way the waiver wire could work, and these guys could end up winning championships or or, or aiding in somebody getting to a, a playoff race that that, uh, that didn't have a shot two days ago, but now they can go pick these guys up and just pick up salary for for uh, you know five weeks or six weeks or left in the season. It's just a bad look for baseball, in my opinion, that this is allowed to happen. But uh, the Angels are going to Angels. They're going to make sure that it's uh, one of those things. They just uh, they just don't got it, and you just wonder where this. Uh, this uh, GM is thinking what he can possibly do. I mean, it, he's told he's told by people to to make this happen, and it, uh, the investors and the shareholders and everybody else to make sure that they they're still saving money. He can get it on the luxury tax too, so that might shore up some money for ne- next season as well. But uh, to to just go out and b- basically tell your fan base we aren't competing for the rest of the year. This is all we got. We're going to bring up a bunch of kids from the minors, and uh, not even from the minors. They're, who knows what they're, what they're going to do? But it's it's just a bad look right now for this team. Speaking of bad looks, uh, like I, I'm not a Harrison Bader guy. But uh, him getting, he got placed on waivers yesterday as well. And the Josh Donaldson got just flat out released, said, see you later. But for Harrison Bader to go on waivers yesterday is one thing. He's had a pretty rough year. He's injured a lot. But for, for Bader to hear that he uh, was put on waivers, that he's watching on ESPN in the lunchroom at Yankee Stadium before the game yesterday, that's a bad look on, on Cashman once again. If they don't have the, the, the guts to tell a guy face to face, then don't put him on waivers. Like it's just a, a really, really bad look. And like all these guys who were put on waivers yesterday, and there was a lot more, uh, Carrasco, with, with the Mets, and there was a few other guys that were, that are get, get given a chance for greener pastures. It's actually a good thing for the players to be put on waivers. It might sound like an ugly thing your team doesn't want you, but basically what it is is like we're uh, you're not in our plans for the future. You probably aren't going to sign. It's all free agent guys who are eligible for free agency who are having a chance to, to go to different to, to, to teams because teams are, who are going to make these waiver claims are teams that are either are they in the playoffs already or making a playoff push. So these guys who get a chance, they're getting a secondary a second chance or sometimes a third chance, obviously with these guys who went to the Angels, they're getting a third and fourth chance to to go somewhere and make a playoff push and maybe win, win themselves a world championship. So it's not the end of the world. These guys are all going to make money be, like beyond their, their imag- wildest imaginations next year. It's fine. It's Everything's good. But it's just a, it's just a bad look for the teams where the Angels did this. And it's just a, another way to, to – so don't feel bad for guys getting put on waivers. Getting getting picked up on waivers is probably a, a blessing to a lot of these guys because they got a chance to go and win themselves a playoff – be in the playoff push and uh, make, make uh, maybe win, win themselves a world championship. Championship. So it's uh, it's not all, all the uh, all the end of the world. So make make sure you guys go up to our Twitter poll and see if, if Mike Trout should get uh, should get traded. It's uh, it's overwhelmingly he should ask not get traded because they, they're not going to trade him without his, his blessing. Obviously, he's got a no no movement no trade clause. But right now she sits at uh, at eighty three point seven percent as uh, pretty yes in favor of Mike Trout getting uh, put on getting asked for the uh, to get dealt out of Anaheim and who would end up taking him? like like the, the Phillies are obviously close to home and that. But it's time for Mr. Trout to uh, to call it good in Anaheim, I think, and and uh, maybe it's time for Anaheim to move on from Mr. Trout as well and get go in a different direction because the way they're they're handling these two um, mega stars hasn't been good. Maybe it's time for the Anaheim Angels to to find a different direction and how they're going to handle the franchise moving forward because you're going to have a tough time signing signing anybody once Mr. Otani, Mr. Trout call her call her good because uh, the, the team hasn't done anything for quite some time. But anyways, there's my uh, little talk for the day. Here's a little word from our friends at SeatGeek. The foul baller. If there's a ball that's gone foul, he's gone to get it. Under his watchful gaze, all bevs 
binoculars, and ballpark brats are safe. He's the only thing that stands between his section and certain destruction. That's why he only trusts SeatGeek with his tickets. The ticketing app trusted by fans. SeatGeek, so fans can fan. All right, thanks to our friends from SeatGeek, one of our longest-running sponsors of the 1420 podcast, 1420 in the morning and all that other jazz. You guys know the drill. Listen, if, if you're if you're listening for the first time, thank you very much. We appreciate all the new listeners that we get on a daily basis. Things are going pretty good here at 1420 World Headquarters. And if, if you are listening the first time, tell someone else to do that as well. Anyways, let's get down to uh, the last of the business here. Brent's Best Bets brought to you by Bodog. Make a play at Bodog today. That's Brent's Best Bet uh, today at Bodog. Uh, the Milwaukee Brewers winners of 9 of 10, one of the hottest teams in baseball are at Wrigley Field this afternoon to take on the Cubs. We're looking to uh, close the four-game gap they have with those first-place um, Milwaukee Brewers. T- uh, take Kyle Hendricks and the, the Chicago Cubs to win that game. Toronto Blue Jays take on the Washington Nationals with uh, Chris Bassett taking on Patrick Col- Corbin. Take the Nationals. The Blue Jays' frustrating season continues at home. Tough loss last night. They probably should have won that game last night. Base loaded in the ninth. Didn't get it done. Uh, anyways, it takes will take them. And to wrap things up, the New York Yankees and Garrett Cole on the mound take on the uh, Josh Donaldson-less. The Josh Donaldson-less New York Yankees. I can never get enough of saying that one. Uh Take the uh, Yankees to beat Detroit in Detroit tonight at Comerica Park. That's the uh, the Yankees' third win in a row. Crazy. Take the uh, take the Cubs, the Nationals, and the Yankees today. Put down twenty bucks, get yourself one hundred and fifty eight dollars and fifty three cents by making a play at Bodog today uh, by clicking on our personalized link. Get yourself a four hundred dollars sign up bonus today at Bodog. But if you're going to play, make sure you play responsibly at Bodog today. Make a play, and there it is. Brent's Best Bets brought to you by Bodog. Thank you very much for Bodog for being a sponsor of the 1420 podcast. Anyways, that's it for today. Uh, we'll be back at it tomorrow morning, 1420 in the morning or noon or whatever. Get, get, get around to it. I can actually, I got something going on tomorrow afternoon. So we'll get it done a little bit earlier. Anyways, thank you very much for listening to the show for all who does, uh, either on Facebook, Twitter, uh, the Instagram, or wherever else we are or on the uh, YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe to there. And uh, yeah, and then me and Dave are back at it tomorrow night for a regular uh blockbuster episode of the 1420 podcast the og anyways thank you very much for listening to the show we appreciate all the support you guys get given us over the last uh, three years and uh, we hope to continue i uh, got some other another idea in my head that we might uh, press to the uh the powers that be in the upcoming day or two and see what's going on with that but anyways thank you very much for listening and remember it doesn't matter where you are it's who you're with have a great day folks and we'll talk to you tomorrow you just listened to the 1420 sports bar podcast Four beer of the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Let's get into it.